How do you feel about parents that do not share pictures of their kids on social media? Do you have a feeling about that? Or maybe as a parent yourself, do you have like a strong stance one way or the other about that? Because apparently now we have caused some family drama all over one mom that says, do not show my kid on social. And one mother-in-law that says, too bad today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yes, hello. Welcome to this Thursday edition of Certified Mama's Boy. Today is the 17th of November. Getting close. We are one week now from Thanksgiving. We're a daily podcast, by the way, that has three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay. It's looking more and more like my Airbnb that we got for Mexico is actually a scam. And oh, Dan and I no. are getting more and more paranoid <laughs> as the oh, days get closer. No. So we told you, if you're new to our podcast, I told you that I'm, I'm heading down to Tulum actually tomorrow. Uh, my flight leaves pretty early heading from BWI down to, um, down to Tulum. And we found this place on Airbnb that just seemed too good to be true. A little bit, yeah. Like for <laughs> example, this is the first thing that that was probably a big. Well, there's only there was only two reviews, okay, mm-hmm. and it seemed kind of suspect, and we were like, okay, that's weird. And um, but it was seventy five dollars a night for a two bedroom condo, uh, townhouse in Tulum. That's seventy five dollars for a two bedroom. 35 something a night per person? Yeah, that's crazy. That's a steal, right? Uh-huh. How can you argue with that? So we 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 took our chances. We booked this place. It was like $600 for the week or something, 685 or something. And so I posted this on the Certified Fans page a couple of months ago when we booked it. And I said, this seems suspect to you guys. And the first thing you guys pointed out was, hey, it seems like there's – I don't see a second bedroom <laughs> in this – Airbnb, uh-huh. and we were like, "Wait!" And I looked back at the pictures, and there it, it's true. There is no, there is no pictures of the second. This is supposed to be a two bedroom, two bath, or two and a half bath condo, right? Two stories, mm-hmm. private rooftop pool. Mm-hmm. And so we were thinking, okay, like may, maybe may, the benefit of the doubt, right? That possibly it's just. They didn't include the picture. Maybe we're just looking at it from a weird angle, like whatever, right? Because this this can't be that suspect, right? So the other day, uh, this was on what day is it now? Today is Thursday. This was Monday. Dan hit me up. He said, "Hey, um, hit give me the address for the Airbnb because what Airbnb does is it basically gives you like a overall location of where it's located, but it doesn't give you the actual address of the place until you book it, right? So I had to go back in my app and I. I said, I said Here, here's the address of your house. And I he needed it for some paperwork. And so I sent it over to him. And he got back to me. He's like, hey, um, that's like center of the town. And I was like, oh. what? He's like, this is it's literally like like central Tulum when you when you type in that address into oh. your GPS. And I didn't. It's right. It just it basically takes you to like the debt. There's there's no like real street address on there. It's like dead center of Tulum. 
And so I'm like, man, there's, there's no way. So I messaged cause I'm like, maybe there's just some, you know, maybe, maybe he'll, he'll message us the address, you know, before we get to town. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's how it works. I'm like, so let me just, let me send, send the, the, the host, they call it host on Airbnb. Let me send mm-hmm. the host a message that I can just get the address for Dan and make this a whole lot easier. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I messaged him. This was Monday. Okay. Time of recording. This is now uh Tuesday night. Cause we're recording a little early just because this week's kind of crazy. Right. I've heard nothing back. Ooh. I've heard nothing in the last 24. I've, I've heard nothing back about an mm-hmm. actual address. And listen, I've booked probably 10 properties on Airbnb and that address that they give you like is the address, right? Like of the property. That's mm-hmm. what you get when you book. Like you get the address of the property. You'll usually get like a welcome message with a, Hey, here's, here's how to get here. Here's how the code. And then we realize that we've, we've received like none of this, like no. not one bit of this. So 24 hours in, I don't, I have not heard anything back. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we got complete cause you hear about these Airbnb scams all the time, especially when you go over to other countries, right? Like mm. there just seems to be a lot more, um, and, and last time, don't me, I've never had, I, I don't want to scare anybody away from Airbnb cause I've had no issues with Airbnb ever. Not one time have I had an and issue last there. last time your place was great. Yeah. Fa- they always have been. I mean, they've mm-hmm. always been okay, right? Like, But Dan yeah. and I have always stayed at Airbnbs when we travel. Like, I think yeah. almost 100% of the time. Yeah. Um, I'm just starting to get a pit in my stomach. Mm. Now that we're two days from leaving, they're like, we don't have any real documentation that this place oh, actually is real. Geez. So. What time do you get there? Um, we land around three, I think two or three in the afternoon. Oh, well, at least you'll have a couple of hours of daylight. Well, I mean, trying to find something. you have to drive, you have to drive an hour to Tulum. So oh, no. <laughs> the sun goes down. Hey Siri, <laughs> what time is the sunset in Tulum? I don't want to Google the answer. Sunset will be at 6.09 oh, okay. Yeah, till, Tulum, Mexico. Okay, I got till 6.09 to figure something mm. out. So. Three hours. <laughs> we at least think we have a rental car. Last time, it's so funny. Last time, sketchy <laughs> rental car, legit Airbnb. This time, legit rental car. <laughs> we decided not to go with America rental car this time, which <laughs> should have been our first warning <laughs> <Yes>. sign. <laughs> not American, <laughs> but America rental car. <laughs> We decided not to go with them, and we actually went with like a name brand oh, one this time because we just got screwed so bad last time. So I'm like, <laughs> I really don't even want to mess with it. <laughs> that was a sketchy ass story too. Let me refresh your memory. Like this is like almost almost the exact same situation. So and I almost am wondering if this is going to be the same thing, where mm. we are asked to pay more money because of it. Oh. So mm. what happened with the rental car? And you remember this story is. The exact same trip last year, and I found a rental car. It was literally, I think, like six dollars a day. And you got to keep in mind, like everything in Mexico is significantly cheaper. So six dollars a day wouldn't be completely abnormal, you know. Mm-hmm. It would I mean like something right. some, for something to be that cheap wouldn't be completely abnormal. It did seem very cheap to me, like six American dollars to rent a car for a day, right? But. So what happens when we got down there, we're going to go rent the car. And as we walked in, they're like, oh, wait, well, that, that's, that's for the rental, but you guys don't have the insurance. <laughs> and we're like, what do you mean? They're like, oh yeah, well, you got to have the insurance. 
And that ended up being like $200. <laughs> it was like the biggest bait and switch. <laughs> so like the car cost $30. Like, oh, but you can't leave the lot without the insurance. Right. So they literally, in Mexico, like you have to have the insurance. <laughs> so... <laughs> We uh we got okay. I don't know I don't know if it's gonna be the same kind I don't I don't know I don't know what to think going into this trip that's that's where we are now just a couple of days before we leave a little a little stressful uh does anybody feel like they're doing they're gonna have to do their Thanksgiving a little different this year obviously with the economy the way it is um this survey out today one in five Americans doubted. They'd even have enough money to cover the cost of yeah, Thanksgiving this that's year. So sad to me. One in five. So they don't know they'll have enough money mm-hmm. to cover mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. And listen, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It is so it's expensive. Yo, I left the house today. It li- literally, I left the house and it cost me like $130 just to leave the house today. What do you mean? So I had to, I had to stop and get gas. That was okay. $76. Oof. Had to get my hair cut. That was $45. Oof. Um, and then was something, what else? Uh, something else hit. And I was Walgreens. like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, well, Walgreens. I had to stop there. That was $10. <laughs> um, it's just, everything's just expensive. It's just expensive it right is. now. Like, everything's just painfully expensive. Yes. So people that took this survey said they're going to be cutting back and doing smaller dinners. They said they're going to probably eliminate at least one dish. And they're going to ask guests to bring their own alcohol. Hmm. That's um, not a bad idea. BYOB. Yeah, I, I don't know that I hate that. Gen Z, by the way, all people in Gen hmm. Z. Which mm-hmm. when does when does Gen Z start? Do you know? Hey Siri, it's how tired I am today. I don't feel like googling things. What age is Gen Z? I think it's like twenty five and under. But let me check. Okay, I found this on the web. For is the target on flight Google anything? What age is Gen's? Okay, that's definitely not what I asked. I think it's like 25 and under those, basically, Gen Z. Uh-huh. Gen Z said that they're most likely, they're just going to make soup, salad, and have pizza for Thanksgiving this year. Because yeah. everything's just so expensive to do, you know? Yeah. Mom, do you feel that way? Do you feel, first of all, how do you feel about asking guests to either A, bring a dish or bring alcohol? Um, I don't have any objection to that, really. You know, if, if it's family, it's one thing. But if you're inviting people outside the family, I don't know. I think everyone should chip in. And and I know even, well, even for our family Thanksgiving, you know, we all chip in and do different dishes. So there's no difference, really. We always do the turkey and, um, you know, a main course. Yeah. But then, you know, the kids bring the sides. I do mean, you feel like that's, that's weird? I, I just... I don't know how most families do it. I don't feel like that. That's probably a new thing then, right? Mm, yeah. Well, for us, because I used to do everything. Yeah. But that's within within how many years? I mean, you just started doing that. Yeah. Just a couple of years ago. I don't know how many families do it this way. And I, I really just don't know. Because I even like thinking back, and it's just so funny having a different perspective of life as you get older, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so back in the day, the tradition in our family was we were going to, we all went to my Aunt Fran's house. Right. And there was probably how I mean, I don't know. As a kid, it seemed like a concert, but like. Well, there's probably what, 20 of us there. Really? Yeah. God, it seemed like there could have been 50 to 100 people. No. It, just, it just always seemed so big. So 20. No. But did, yeah. did she, did she pay for all of that? Oh no, we all brought stuff. Okay, I couldn't remember. Everyone I just contributed. Yeah. Okay. So, how do you feel about that? Versus, do you think that one person should pay for everything, or do you think it should be split up? 
Are you asking me? Yes, you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I definitely think it's great if everyone contributes because it's a lot. If you have multiple side dishes and lots yeah. of desserts and, you know, whatever. I mean, you can provide the main course, which is usually a turkey, maybe a ham uh, or both. And then let everybody else bring something. Absolutely. I think I'm it's good a good with idea. That now. now how about... Not, I wasn't before, but now I am. How about alcohol? Do you think it, it's weird to ask people to bring their own alcohol? Do you think no. the host should provide that? No, because A, you don't know what type of alcohol people really prefer. It's true. You should have mixers there, you know, ready ready so for That them. should be the host's responsibility is to have mixers. Sure, yeah. Whatever, all the guests but should bring their own? Everybody should bring a bottle. Yeah, why not? That'd be a good question to ask. How are you guys doing it this year? How's everybody doing it? Like, are you... Is it where, like, even if you're going to your family's house, do you guys chip in or does, like, one person pay for everything? Do your parents pay for everything? Or right. how do you, if you're hosting, like, are you paying for everything? I, I I feel like I don't, I mean, first off, I just, I'm good. I can't imagine having, like, 20 people at this condo. Um, but I feel <laughs> like if I did, I'd have really bad host anxiety asking people to, like, bring stuff. Mm. You know? Mm. So, No, anyway. we've done, we've done, um you know, dinners for as many as 30 in yeah. our family and, and they've all brought stuff and it's, it's kind of fun really to well, enjoy different dishes that pre- people prepare different ways. And, you know, we have a lot of different cultures in our family too. So that's always interesting, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's fun. I like it. Well, um, let me let me uh, let me know what you guys are doing for Thanksgiving. How are you how are you guys doing it? Like, and has it changed this year? Because I just can't imagine like how much. I think I forget. We've I've read the average price, you know, but I, I don't remember what it is. But it's a lot. Okay, let's. Uh, uh, well, happy Thanksgiving as our <laughs> second to last show for the week. Just FYI, we yes. will not be. I mean, I don't know. I might I might be readily available next week if I don't have an Airbnb. I might be back <laughs> oh, in America geez. before you know it. I hope that's not the case for your <laughs> sake, but. Yeah, I do hope um, everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. Remember, it's really about being with people that you love, whether yeah. that's friends, family, or both. Yep. All right. Quote of the day, Mom. It's from Rumi. Set your life on fire. Seek those who fan your flames. I, I, I love that, you know? We have to have those people in our life that really bring excitement and joy to our lives and get rid of the negative people in our lives. Just get rid of them. Yeah. Uh, We really need to, you know, as he says, set your life on fire because the people that you associate with are the ones that can help you do that. It's funny too, as uh, like, as you... God, like in my twenties, like I just wanted people around me. I didn't care who, how, what, you know, like just nice to have people. Uh, as I get older, I'm like, man, I got three. I got three people. And that's all I need. I, I don't even know I have three, honestly. I said I like counted them, like I don't have three. Uh, I don't know. I just don't need a big crowd anymore. Like I want people in my life. And I've been weeding a lot of people out over the last couple of years. COVID really gave me the opportunity to like step back. Yes. And then now as I enter into this new chapter post-COVID, I'm really like, okay, who, who's who's with me? First mm-hmm. off, who's still here? <laughs> right. Okay. Number two, though, is like who do I still want to be here? And those that are here, though, like I will forever be loyal to these people because they're just – they mean a lot to me. You know, like they're real true people. Yes. Um, but you ever just – have you done like a friend – um, what do you call that word? What's that word? Inventory. I don't know if inventory is the right word. Uh, check. Art. 
That's what audit. I'm looking for. Okay. A friend audit where well, that word is still triggering to me, but um, a <laughs> a friend audit where like you're just like who's in your life like uh, and why why are they there and it's okay to have acquaintances, but I think if you really find the people that just bring so much goodness to your life and you mm-hmm. pour that time into them versus just having a bunch of acquaintances. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, I find it like super fulfilling, you know? So yes, something sure. to think about. Yeah. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at athletic greens. Tell you what, I guarantee you over the next week, none of us are going to be eating well. No <laughs> one, sure. literally no one leaves Thanksgiving is like, I ate really good this week. <laughs> right. I'm really proud of myself for that. <laughs> so how about we we undo some of that damage before it's even done with AG1. AG1 is a powder that you take every day because we don't really get the good. Let's be honest. We don't we we all can admit we don't eat the way we need to. Even even I and I I put a lot of thought into what I eat. I still don't eat that great. You know, like I really don't. I don't get enough like nutrients. Ooh, I don't get enough on holidays. Oh yeah. Like next Mm-mm. week psh, on vacation. Psh, no. You think I'm going to be like, well, I need to make sure I get my macros and my, you know, <laughs> how many, how many. You will of, not be counting carbs and calories, no. I promise you. And neither Mm-mm. will you. Like nobody will no. this next couple of days. So uh, AG1 is great for because we just don't do a great job ourselves, right? So what you do is take a powder every morning. I really want you to try this and tell me how you feel after 30 days. I was, I didn't expect to feel as good as I did after 30 days. And I started taking it because I, I had some digestive issues. My mom started taking it because she wanted to sleep better. Uh, that's just two of the things that we found from it, you know, uh, 75 high quality in, uh, vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens uh, to start your day out right. And mom, you were saying that you don't even take as many vitamins anymore because of it. No, I saved uh, I saved at least $100 on vitamin supplements that I was crazy. taking that now are in AG1. It's crazy, yeah. right? Absolutely. It paid for itself. Yeah. So it more than paid for itself. Try it. Seriously, give it give it a try. Especially if we're heading into the holiday season, it's like the eat like crap season. And so, you know, you won't feel as bad when you know you're starting your day off right with like really high quality stuff in your body. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, our sponsor on our show today is our friends over at BetterHelp. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp, and I, I am very thankful for BetterHelp in my life. Talking about things you're thankful for, God. I mean, I I don't want to say I don't know where I'd be without BetterHelp, but I know I'm way better because of it. I had a great therapy session this week. You know, what I was talking about this week, Mom was um, uh, je- uh, uh, jealousy. Oh, and I realized that that's also your fault. Um, oh, if my jealous tendencies, yes. <laughs> but it does. I mean, honestly, so we started like kind of tracing it back and it kind of comes down to like middle child syndrome, mm. you know, feeling like my brother and my sister were always getting more attention than I was. And that never changed. And it, it never changed. And here I am 39 <laughs> years later having to work through this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, I had to tell her about all the terrible things you used to do to me, mm-hmm. locked me in the basement. <laughs> Literally, and, uh, Thanksgiving, I got, I got the, uh, all I got was the, uh, the, um, a leg <laughs> thrown my way, a bone. I was on a chain. Uh, they chained me up to the corner of the room and just threw me a bone after they were just done with their gigantic <laughs> Thanksgiving meals. Like, here you go. 
Yeah, here you we go. We never wanted you anyway. And they yeah. threw a bone at me. You and I was like, outcast. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was a rough childhood. That's why I'm in therapy. But Poor anyway. Steve. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I highly recommend therapy. I really do. As you can tell, that's why I'm in therapy. Uh, as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. That's affordable for everyone. And that's why it's important, right? Like therapy can be so expensive, but it's way more affordable when you do it on BetterHelp, I found. So, uh, just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with your therapist. And if things aren't clicking, you can just switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be any simpler than that. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. All you have to do, if you want to save 10% off your first month and give BetterHelp a shot, is go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. Oh, I had the mute button. Um, so <laughs> I thought we were on. Now we're on. Um, mm-hmm. Certified fans, I'll be honest with you. I don't. We recorded two episodes in one day, so I'm not quite sure if anybody else joined. The way this month has been going, I'm going to assume not. Okay. <laughs> um, certified fans, we. You know what? We, I'm not even going to say how many we need. Here's the thing. This this show is sponsored by you, and we don't take the, don't take that lightly. You know, like I I realize that. Like 75, 80% of the money that fuels this podcast comes from certified fans. And so that's why we take time every single episode to thank you. Almost, I don't want to say it's like it's a commercial, but like, hey, if I'm going to sit here and, and thank all these sponsors, I should thank the people that also back this up. You're like family to us, man. Like you keep this podcast you going. Are. Yes. Um, if you would like to support our podcast, it's it's a simple $6 a month. And it's nothing you have to keep up with. We'll automatically have six months, $1 a month, go from your debit card or whatever, right to certify mama's boy. And it's super helpful in keeping the production going. And I'm hoping that we're going to get back on track. Um, so if you just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, you'll see all the benefits, all the perks of being a certified fan. You just get more stuff. So when we don't have anybody new, we spin our wheel of certified fans. Today, our certified fan is 344. 344. Okay. And that is Brianna A. Brianna A, who lives in, and now Brianna did not fill out the second part of her form, but that's okay. I know Brianna A. Brianna A Mm. lives in San Diego. Okay. Uh, Brianna A has been a certified fan now with us. Actually, Brianna was here for a minute, and then she left, and then she came back. She came back to us in February. Of last year, but Brianna, listen, thank you for coming back. Thank Mm -hmm. you for your continued support of Certified Mama's Boy. We really highly appreciate what you do for us and have been doing now for over a year. So uh, I hope that you have the best Thanksgiving ever. Thank you for being a part of our podcast family and supporting our show. Let's give her a bonus whoop, whoop, mom. Whoop, whoop to Brianna A. from California. So grateful for you. Thank you. Listen, Happy if you Thanksgiving. Got, you make our day happy. If you have an extra $6 a month to support your podcast, we would really appreciate that. And you can just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. You can also go on the show notes if you want to do that and support us uh, by clicking on the Certified Fans link over there or CertifiedMamasBoy.com. You can do it over there as well. But hopefully we can get three people this month, just three, to do so. FANS, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Thank you so much for the support. All right, mom, let's do Ask My Mom on this. Uh, we call these 
our Mama's Boy mini episodes, and uh, our mini, I think, actually I think the name is Mini Mama's Boy. Um, they're a little shorter this week because I'm going to be in. Well, <laughs> I'll at least be going to Tulum on Friday. Tomorrow, <laughs> sleeping on the street. I don't know where I'll be staying, but I'll at least be going <laughs> to Tulum. Uh, I might be taking a, the next flight back, but um, that's the plan is to be in Tulum. So these episodes, if you're wondering, they seem a little shorter this week. They are. Uh, I'm just trying to get everything done before I go. So they're a little shorter because it's mini mama's boys. Uh, so we, we're, we're going to do our, our um, Ask My Mom segment. This is a advice segment we do Tuesdays, Thursdays. If you ever, ever have a dilemma that you're going through and that you want to um, – you need some outside advice from, like we get it. It's tough. Um it's tough sometimes to like you get kind of like caught in your head and this may not be like a therapy kind of issue, but more of like, Oh my God, I'm, gonna, I'm in this dilemma. I'm not sure how to handle it. My mom has been a mom now for 43 years mm-hmm. and she can give some really great advice. So if you send your dilemma at certified she'll head, she'll give you that. And then we, as your podcast family hop in with some advice as well. Cause some of us have been through similar situations to this. So, all right, mom. Okay. Let's uh let's do ask my mom for this week. All right. Dear Mama Nancy, my husband and I have a new baby daughter. Congratulations. We decided before she was born that we weren't going to post pictures of her on social media, and we ask all of our friends and families to not do it too. Neither grandparents have met her in person yet. There have been video calls, and they should be able to meet her soon. But for now, there's been pictures on Tiny Beans. I don't know What's, what that is. Sounds what is cute. Tiny Beans? I don't know. Sounds cute, though. Let me. I'll do some Googling. Sounds like a little I'm guessing baby it's some type of like, sh- like sharing. An app for babies. Um, Tiny Beans is where parents go. Um, join thousands of parents who privately share moments and get amazing ideas. So it sounds like a, maybe a, a private, I guess you, maybe you can just like, like, like a social media app, but like maybe just for your baby's pictures. Yeah. And you have to have a password and all that. Yeah. Everyone seemed to respect that until I found out my mother-in-law posted some of the pics on her Facebook page. I messaged her and asked her to take them down, but she said no because she wanted to be able to share the pictures with her friends and I was overly safe to completely restrict sharing any photos online. I told her that it's very important to maintain our daughter's privacy. She still refused, and my husband won't deal with it. So I have restricted her access to Tiny Beans. Then she started getting photos from other family members and continued to post them. (laughs) My husband finally asked them to stop but they feel they have a right to do what they want on their social media pages. Other family members have said we are blowing this way out of proportion. My husband and I feel this is right, and we're considering telling them to take down the pictures or you're not going to meet your granddaughter. What do you think? Is this too far? Ooh. Um... Oh, I don't know about restricting getting to know her, but I have a friend who's in this same situation with her granddaughter, and her son and daughter-in-law do not want any pictures of their kids on social media, and she has honored that. She doesn't particularly like it, 
but it's, you know, it's their baby and she feels like she's going to respect them and do what they want to do with their kids. And, and I think that's what you should do. Honestly, I think that you should have the final say of anything that happens with your kids and that other family members need to respect that and, uh, to follow whatever, you know, your concerns are. I, uh, I agree. Um, I agree with it's it to me like your baby's like your wedding like it's your it's your kid like there's no one like whatever rules you say is like what goes right mm-hmm. I guess I just don't understand the concept of like keeping kids images off social media uh, well I don't either and if I had grandbabies I'd be posting them everywhere but <laughs> that's just me but Man, if this, the this parents didn't exactly want what Nancy that, would be doing yeah like if you, if yeah. you didn't want that then you kind of have to respect no, it right i just didn't I, want it i would not i i feel like that's been like a new phenomenon over like the last five years where like we're keeping kids faces off of social media and i guess i just don't understand why mm-hmm. um well i can see it if you're a celebrity yeah for sure but even but, still like <laughs> yeah i guess like for a normal parent, can, can somebody if, – if you're one of those parents that don't post your kids on social media, can you explain to me why? Because I guess I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know like what you're really um, – try. I, I do – or do you think that possibly uh, your kid's going to get like kidnapped? Like I just – to me it, it's uh, – I don't want to say it's, it seems overprotective. Mm. Um, but I guess I just I just don't understand the concept. Right. I mean, yes, and of course, there. Yes, the, and and I'm sure that that you, some of you, would be able to point to well, this happened here and this happened there, uh, and maybe you're like, I'm willing to do anything to keep my kids safe. I just don't know. I don't know. I just don't know what that does. Uh, but I know yeah. a lot of parents that do it. I just don't understand why. I guess you know, like what the, the what the reason is behind it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, what do you think? Is that is that be is she be is she being overly sensitive? Um, I mean, again, it's your baby. I I say you can do what you want. But it, are you being overly protective? Uh, maybe. Probably. Probably. Okay. Right? Hmm. I don't right? know. I don't know. I, you know, I, I think it's fine to post photos of, of your babies and your family, but I know others feel differently and I don't know what the reasons are. All right, call us. What do you think? Like, what's what's the reason behind this? And is are parents that do it? If you're like one of the parents that don't, do you think that they're being too overprotective? You know, like, is it is this something we shouldn't have to like really worry about? You know, eight 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 Kramer eight. Call us with your advice. We're a family. This is what we do. We give other people advice. So that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Thank you, mm-hmm. Mom. That's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey, love you forever. Today's podcast is sponsored by Cozy Earth and Cozy Earth Sheets. If you do not have Cozy Earth Sheets, you're doing yourself a disservice every night. Realize this, every night you're going home and you're sleeping on not the world's softest sheets. And that does not sound, that does, who, who, that doesn't, what kind of life is that? Who wants a life where they're not sleeping on the world's softest sheets? Man, y'all, I have been so pleasantly surprised with these cozy earth sheets. I'm about two months into them now, three months into them now. Still, they, they're probably getting more soft as I wash them more. Honestly, cozy earth sheets are made out of bamboo. So freaking comfortable. Uh, out of any, I mean, you can hear my mom talk about it. I talk about it a lot. I just, I really am a fan. I'm a fan of cozy earth sheets. It's not even just that. They have so much more than just that too. Towels, uh, anything you could put, like loungewear, clothing, 
blank, uh, blankets, baby blankets, uh, anything that you think is cozy, they make the best version of it. We've got 40% off. Could be a great gift for, for you. Could be a great gift for somebody else. You don't have to worry about the Black Friday sale they get going on, which is like 30, 35%. You're getting the maximum discount at 40%. Go get these sheets. Go get something cozy for yourself or somebody you love. CozyEarth.com. CozyEarth.com. Your coupon code is Kramer40. Kramer40 at CozyEarth.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alrighty, that's it for today. Tomorrow, we're going to come back. I want to read some of your responses from the um, places that you li literally had a uh, emotional response when they closed. Plus, Jimmy Mack is going to be on the show. We've got a good Friday show on the way. Have the best Thursday ever. See you tomorrow. Hey, Kramer. It's Eileen in Georgia. Uh, just listening to this morning's podcast, uh, I had to stop and call about the stores when they close and how emotional you get. Well, I spent, oh gosh, over 40-some years, gosh, almost 50, in Orlando, Florida. And I visited there a couple weeks ago um, to see my grandkids. And we were in the Fashion Square Mall. So if anybody's in that area, I'm sure they know what I'm talking about. But almost all the stores in that mall have closed. I think there's a Dillard's uh, Clearance Center, but there used to be a Sears, a Macy's, um, I don't know, Forever 21, uh, American Eagle, all those stores, just a regular mall, but it was kind of like our hometown mall that everybody went to. And I was in that mall and it, we went to Panera, which you could get to from the outside, but then we walked around in the middle and everything has closed down. It was so sad. I left there with the worst feeling. I didn't feel like crying, but I just thought about all the times that I've spent in that mall, you know, taking the kids to see Santa and Christmas shopping and you know, just I could get there on my lunch break from work. It was just horrible. It was the worst feeling. I hated it. It was just so sad to see. So, yes, the Orlando Fashion Square Mall is when it's uh, they're probably going to demolish it one day, but that'll just be so sad to me. So I totally get what you're saying. Have a great day. Bye. OK, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.